Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing shiurim in the Sefer Lakute Maharan. We last left off in the eighth Torah, exploring a wondrous happening of Rabbi Barbarchana in the Gemara, where Rabbi Barbarchana was with a merchant, and the merchant told Rabbi Barbarchana that he was going to show him those who passed away, the dead individuals from the generation of the desert. So they went to see them, and they all looked like they were drunk, lying out all around the ground. One of these people laying down had his leg lifted, his knee was in the air. It was a huge knee. So Rabbi Khana and the merchant were able to ride under the knee while riding a camel. Additionally, he was able to hold up a spear, and he still couldn't touch the knee. This is a giant we're talking about. Then... Rabbi Barbarchana went and cut off a corner of one of the tzitzis, and then they were not able to leave. So the merchant asked him, did you maybe take something from them? We're stuck here, because we have a tradition that anyone who takes something from these people cannot leave. So I went back, I, meaning Rabbi Barbarchana, went back and put the tzitzis back in the corner, and then they were able to leave. We've been breaking this down, exploring what can this wondrous happening actually mean on a deeper level, and we're going to pick it up right where we left off. Amar li, dilma shaklis mide minayu. On the line, when the merchant asked me, maybe did you take something from them? Hainu, what does this mean? Shema yeshlecha echod me arba yesoide shaloti kanta bishlemis lahafred mimenu harala gamre. What the merchant was actually asking Rabbi Barachana is, do you maybe take a negative trait from one of them, a personal character trait from the side of negativity, particularly from these four elements that we spoke about above, in order to totally rectify yourself? You have to get rid of those completely. And when you're still holding them, maybe that's why we're not able to leave. As was explained above, As long as some of those negative character traits has even the slightest hold over an individual, he's not going to be able to totally subdue, to take over, to win against that evil individual. And this is what's meant when it says, Maybe did you take something? Maybe you took something a little bit from them, meaning from a Russia, from an evil individual. What is that little thing? That little bit of negative character trait. Namely, Maybe you grabbed on to a little bit of their negative character traits from these individuals, these, these evil individuals. And that you grabbed on for yourself some of their negative desires or their negative character traits. And therefore, and now you're stuck. You're holding on to them, meaning those evil individuals and parts and character traits that they're that you shouldn't be proud of. Therefore, you're not able to leave from them. As long as you're holding on to some negativity, you won't be able to move forward. Digmire, we learned, we have a tradition, anyone who takes something from then will not be able to 
to leave, will not be able to depart. Hainu Kanal, namely, this is what we're speaking about above. Shiesh Lanu Kabbalah, we have this tradition. Shakol Mishaloi Keach La'atzmai Eizadavar Taiva Umido Rashal Rashayim. Any person who takes for himself some negative desire or character trait that, that's from the evil evil side, the evil individuals. Hainu Shiesh Boyadayan Eiza Chizem Mehamidos Rali Shalahen. Whoever takes for himself some negative desire or bad character trait from a Russia, from an evil person, those bad character traits have a hold over him. They hold a person back and you won't be able to leave that space and you won't be able to win when you have a battle against the negativity, against the side of negativity. Grabbing the tzitzis that Rabbi Babar Khanna did during this, this happening is characteristic of us, each one of us, reaching out and grabbing something that perhaps we're not supposed to grab. A particular desire that society says we should desire, a particular character trait that's within the realms of not positive, the not good aspects of chutzpah, or the not good aspects of, of a lack of, of respect for others. There are unfortunately so many examples of individuals not putting out their best foot forward, and sometimes we feel like that individual who has the, these XYZ character traits is getting the limelight, or they're getting the money, or they're getting the attention, or maybe we think they are what we're supposed to be doing, and we want to take a little bit of it. Maybe not all of it, I'm not a bad guy, but there are those particulars of that person that maybe, maybe I'm jealous of a little bit, God forbid. We have to stay away from negative character traits. Negative character traits and negative desires, even just a little bit, as long as we hold on to them, they will definitionally be holding us back. Continuing in the happening, Azle Ahadarte, that I went and put back the tzitzis. This is Rabbi Barbarchana. Hainu shechazarti ma shahaya etzli, ma'at achizas hara me'amidos raoshalahem, that I put back those negative character traits that I grabbed that were from the, the toolbox of bad character traits that belong to the other. I returned them and I totally separated myself from them. This is tshuva. When we're holding on to something that we shouldn't be holding and finding a way to totally let go, to just totally separate ourselves from them, then then we were able to leave, meaning they left that experience meeting the people from the the dead people from the desert but also then you're able to move on with yourself with your own personal growth we then succeeded in moving out from underneath the knee of this individual we were able to overcome and we were able to win this battle as was explained above, that the complete tzaddik, a completely righteous individual, is able to totally separate himself from any of the negativity that he may have grabbed completely. The tzaddik gamor, the completely righteous individual, has totally let go of any negative character traits. That he's able to leave from them and to overcome and to subdue and to win those battles. And this is the concept of the Pasuk when it says, Mashpil Rashaim Ade Aritz Kanal, that he throws the wicked down to the ground. What does that mean? It means those 
individual character traits and negative desires that a person grabbed onto, once you're holding them, so that's going to hold you back. But when you can realize this is the negative piece that I'm holding, this particular character trait, this particular desire that is not helping me grow in my connection to Hashem, it's not helping me grow in my connection to my friends and my family in regards to being a son, a husband, a spouse, a father, if it's not helping me grow in my relationships with God and everyone in this world, I need to get rid of it. So then we throw it away. We've completed not yet this Torah, but the section of this Torah where Rabbi Nachman explains the happening of Rabbi Barbarchana. And now what Rabbi Nachman's going to do is to tie a beautiful tapestry of each of these pieces, these building blocks that he's laid out before us, and connect it all the way back to the verse at the very beginning of the Torah. And this is what's meant in this original verse that we learned many weeks ago. Ra'isi, v'hine menorah zahav. And I saw, and here was the, the menorah, the lamp of gold. He ha Torah. This is the Torah itself. Hanechamadim zahav. That is more desirable than gold. Vagula al roisha. And there was a bowl on its top. Perish Rashi. Rashi tells us, what does this mean? Mayan. There was a fountain. There was a fountain on top of this beautiful golden menorah. What is this fountain? Hua Mayan Yotzimi Beis Hashem. Because this Mayan, this fountain, comes out from the house of God, house of Hashem, which is Huha Tfila. This is prayer. What comes out from the fountain of, of the Almighty? The house of God, our shuls, Tfila, prayer. We have to ask ourselves when we're looking around our shul, are they tefillahs that are pouring out or are there, God forbid, other conversations that are maybe not so holy and not so positive? What is flowing out of our shuls? One of the many silver linings of this terrible pandemic that we're currently living through is that when there were shul closures all throughout the world, that was tragic and and unspeakable. However, it was necessary. When the shuls were starting to reopen, depending on your country and your state, people would come just for tefillah and then leave. So although it's tragic and that social aspect of our community has been pulled, pulled away from us, at least temporarily, there's something beautiful about knowing that only the words of tefillah are filling the walls of the shul. It's something really, really incredible and exactly what these psukim are talking about, what Rashi's talking about, that there's a mayan, a fountain of tefillah that's flowing from our spaces. Any non-tefillah words were not given the opportunity to rise. And Baruch Hashem for that. Please, God, we should continue to allow the tefillos to pour out of our shuls, exclusively tefillos. We should make our tefillos flow as powerfully as the mayan on the top of the menorah that Rashi is speaking about, wishing everyone a beautiful day. We'll pause here and pick it up next time.